0: You are entering the Shungite Zone. This is the Shungite Radio Show, produced by Cosmic Reality Radio. And welcome to Shungite Reality. It's December 19th, 2023. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Derek Condon and Mark Joseph. And... Uh Derek's only gonna be here for the first hour, so why don't we, why don't we say hi Derek?
1: <laughs>
0: Good morning everybody. Hey Mark, hi hey, Nancy. Mark Hey Nancy. Hey Derek. Hey everybody. You yeah, everybody. Yeah, everybody. Okay, so um Derek, do you have anything that you uh, wanna update anybody on or you know, is there something that you're wanting to say? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was just thinking about that, too, but it's, I mean, really, my life's been so crazy with Bigfoot's Den lately. It's been a lot of, oh, wait, there is something I got to tell you. I um, mean, actually was here. Um, I'll see if I can find that image. But I think I told you about that buddy of mine, Nancy, that got a uh, Shungite tattoo. Um, and I think I sent you that image, too, so I don't know if you have that. But I have a friend here uh, in this neck of the woods. It went out, took some of our Shungite powder, and silver powder, so s four powder, and took it to his friend who is owns a tattoo shop, and he got a tattoo down one of his legs, all the way down from the knee to the uh, to his toes. So, a lengthy tattoo, um, a bunch of different. There's a lot of meaning behind it, um, but it's different runes and symbols and things like that 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 he had, uh, you know, was drawn to and had him put on there. So that was interesting and came out really nice of course you know no issues or anything like that and they had no problem grinding down the powder fine enough to get it in the ink apparently so
0: that's something and i'm looking to see right now if i can find the uh, uh, yeah you, you gave it to me on the phone but i forgot to send it to myself yeah that's okay i'll find it
2: and throw it in chat or something here in a moment but that's really the only th- uh updated thing that you know i was gonna mess or mention is about that tattoo so um but yeah, that's that's it's not the first one I've heard of being done like that, but it was a really interesting one. There was a whole there's a whole Nordic runes on there and the compass and all sorts of things. It was it was really cool. Again, I'll I'll share in chat for those that are in the chat room uh here in just moments. But other than that, I think that's all I really had, Nancy.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: But um, that does open up a big discussion where you know, uh Western culture is big on tattoos and in the uh, biohacking um, uh, community, at least in the mitochondriac version, uh, there, there's a bad correlation with, you know, 4G, 5G, 6G, whatever, with tattoos. I'm trying to find the article for that, too. But So I went into the Facebook group and typed in tattoo. Uh, somebody was asking, this was back in January, uh, Shungite broken down into powder to add into ink for a tattoo. Thoughts? And I like Walt's, um, what do you call it? His comment where I have made tattoo ink by combining colloidal silver and shungite powder. There was no redness or swelling of the kit of the skin at any time. And then other people's responses, it had about 54 responses. So that's pretty good. But, um, it's also another, you know, uh, Derek, you do sell shungite ink. Um, I don't know if it's the S4 ink, um, for people to use as far as whatever they want, but there's also the thing of um, since tattoos have toxic metals in them, and it I suppose it embeds in people's skin. So if you if someone was was to run like a shunga rock across an old tattoo, would that do anything to uh, let's say deatomize the um, the bad stuff in the in the old tattoo that people have number one and um number two it, it, have you heard of any other cases or or stories of uh um people using shungite ink for to to make a tattoo struggling
2: with the mute button there um i've heard of several people and i just shared that image in chat for those that are again that are in there and want to see it uh and then yes those are painted toenails just so you know <laughs> Uh, I noticed that after the fact, too. Um, ink, yes. So I've probably half dozen people I know that have gotten Shungite tattoos. Um, none of them had any issues uh, that I've heard of even yet. And I don't know. Probably the first one was at least a year ago. As far as moving – so Shungite, and I do – so I'm talking about, like, moving a piece of Shungite, and I would use the Cosmic Silver Shungite over – a previous tattoo or even an injury or anything like that. Cause yes, if there's something energetically off about it or in there, so if we're talking physical or metaphysical, either way um, it's going to have an effect. So I would, I would run it over there and now who knows on each particular particle in there, you know, there's no way to hyperanalyze that, but it's, I would always default into doing it and I've done it um, instinctively or intuitively I uh, held that a nugget actually sitting right here you can hear me tapping it on the desk it's a piece of cosmic silver shungite just setting it on that spot because it, it works similar to having a piece of the shungite rubber which is you know the silver and shungite blend in just a, a rubber substrate that is malleable so either way that's exactly what i would do uh as far as doing and then if there's harmful anything again in a previous tattoo it's not gonna like erase a tattoo from your arm or leg or wherever or anything of course Um, But again, 90% of reality is metaphysical or energy. It's something you can't tangibly grab, so not non physical. And that's where shungite really comes in and has an effect, uh, is what I would do. Even as far as, let's say you got a tattoo of a certain symbol that means this, that, or the other, and you're just not aligned with that any longer. Well, you know, sometimes it's hard or impossible or expensive to remove a tattoo. You can at least, you know, cut the energy ties of it. It's really your intention doing it anyway. Shanghai's is just the physical tool that helps you, you know, coalesce or focus your intention or emotion energy on that area. So I would always default in saying, yeah, I would put it around there and just, you know, positive thoughts sort of thing. Just like holding a cup of water, having positive thoughts literally has an effect on it. Um, so don't underestimate yourselves. I'm talking just to any of
1: us. Yeah. Um- Apparently, let me see. Cause I, I I did the tattoo search on the Facebook group and um, and I time stamped it. Let me see uh, in the archives, um, April ninth, twenty nineteen, at fifty eight minutes. Uh, I'll I'll play it when you guys are talking about something about Shungite tattoos. Somebody was asking um, uh, experimenting with has anyone experimented with Shungai in some kind of tattoo ink? What if we could get Shungai tattoos? You no know, so called authority could remove them and uh they'll be somewhat healthy what if um they've miswrote this what if got shungai tattoos of affirmations and sacred geometry would the affirmation manifest faster given it's shungai and you'll always see it and thus say it in your head not saying tattoos are a good thing just a random thought i had before bed so not too many people had answers but uh pretty interesting as far as uh you know what you're you were saying and, and where this could lead to different ideas
2: yeah, that's that, that is interesting. Yeah, I mean, no matter what, it's going to benefit because it's going to draw your attention, which is energy, of course, toward that area or that meaning or you know whichever direction someone's going with it. So, I mean, it, it's always going to be a benefit, which is, you know, sometimes people a way you can wake up in your dream. So, for you know, sometimes they call it astral projection, but just waking up, you can put a take a marker, draw a little spot on your hand, put a rubber band around your wrist, really anything, put a ring on the different finger. And it's all about drawing your attention. So then if in, in the description I'm talking about, if you have that rubber band, you know, you can snap it on your wrist real lightly and then see if you're awake or asleep. So what I'm saying is every time you see that, let's do this easier one. Let's say you put a little a mark on the backside of your hand. So it's, you know, every time you stick that hand in front of your eyeballs, you see it. You glint, And then you take a fraction of a second, try and do something that would be, often seen as impossible, try and fly or something like that, you know, in a dream. And then what you eventually do is you'll start seeing that mark or that rubber band you put on your wrist in your dream. You'll do the same thing. And all of a sudden you'll start flying or you'll start levitating this out or the other. And anyway, I'm bringing that all back together because that is one way you can use something like that, your focus and your energy. So in different ways um, is why I was bringing that up. I didn't know if many people knew that that's, I, I was doing that decades ago. I, Probably read it somewhere um, that you can do something like that. And it does work. You just got to stay kind of true to it. And every time you see it, that unusual thing you've, you know, worn or marked on yourself, test your reality. And then all of a sudden you're going to have a moment where, you know, it does appear in your dreams and then you can do stuff with it. I know that's kind of off topic what you were talking about, Mark, but it's all more about your focus and energy. So if you see that spot you were talking about, a tattoo or whatever, yeah, it does get stronger because lots of levels or layers of energy
1: yeah so uh, i went to my uh, mitochondriacs um, that's the biohacking group that focuses on mitochondria um their facebook group and they said to type in jack cruz k-r-u-s-e tattoos i can just read a little bit here let me see um tattoos tattoos last a lifetime and they put metal atoms into your skin and immune cells forever so what does this mean when your government cells the 5G spectrum to telecom companies that will use frequencies that interact with these transition metals in your skin and immune system. Anyone who worries about um, heavy metal toxicity and chelates and has a tattoo announces themselves as ignorant to EMF science. Now, experiments with tattooed mice might explain why I am correcting my critique. Immune cells called Ma- macrophages recycle dark pigments, keeping the ink in place in your skin to ruin your skin's topology. So, this is based on commentary based on an article in nature.com why that tattoo is yours for life. Um, and then another one that's way lengthier, I'm only going to read part of it. Um, Tattoos block sunlight. It's pretty basic, but the nanometal particles have massive effects because of non native EMF in our environment where the sun does not shine. On their patients enough. Physicians will chase illnesses they have no clue how to cure. Tattoos and clothing have blocked AM sunlight for at least seven hundred thousand years. Ultraviolet and infrared to the skin and send the signal of winter year-round. While carbs out of season, indoor heating, blue light, non-native EMF send the signal of perpetual summer and daytime. Our ability to manufacture a comfortable comfortable environment is driving Neolithic biological chaos. The mind can't distinguish comfort and convenience from safety and has created a hell for the body. Tattoo ink equals transition metals, equals heavy metals, equals geoengineering of the atmosphere. Um, transition metals found anywhere, um, vaccine, road, tar, highways, and medications have D-shell electrons. And then he goes into, uh, these D-shell electrons draw a non-native EMF to them, especially radio frequencies and microwaves. Radio frequencies tend to affect surfaces in a big way, so the skin surface and radio frequency is a huge issue with tattoos. When five G hits, I am expecting tons of people with tattoos come in with, in which mitochondrial ailments that will stump their physicians. Um. So anyway, it, that that's not even half of, <laughs> of the post, but yeah, another reason why um <clears throat> things like shungite, you know, um have on twenty four seven. And, of course, we recommend, um, what was it, the Cosmic Silver Shungite, right? And then bare minimum. What would be, like, Derek, the bare minimum, like a Shungite necklace or having some rocks, Shungite rocks in your pocket, which would um, uh, biocompatibilize anything coming through one's biofield, right?
2: Yeah, I would have it really in any form. So, I mean, you can be a a bracelet or even, yeah, again, a, a Cosmic Silver Shungite nugget in your pocket um, of course, there's pendants. So it depends what you're doing. I and mean, if I'm doing energy work, um, let's just say uh, I'll I'll have it on my wrist and then pendant around my neck more often than not, because that's just I think the chakra area. Of course, I'm I'm using and working with as far as the heart chakra, and then for some reason, and there, there's a lot more you know chakras or energy centers out there than um, often people think or realize. Um, so there's some on the ends of your fingers some off your body they're in your uh, your aura or biofield, field because you know, obviously you're not limited to your body so your energy centers definitely aren't either so it's way more than the seven you may hear about and i'm just speaking in general here i know nobody said that um but i did find out unknowingly and i didn't know it, but some in the fingertips so when i started using my hands i mean you can actually feel the energy coming off of them it. I mean, it doesn't matter if it's remote i had a session last night where they did it was just a zoom call and it makes no difference if you're in person or remote, of course. So, but manipulating your fingers and things—mine were off camera, by the way. So it's always interesting when I pick up on that because I'm kind of sitting close to this camera, so it's kind of a zoomed-in shot. Um, and I don't even give it much thought when I'm in the sessions, and then I realize my hands were off camera, and I'm like, "Oh, so they didn't even know I was doing this, that, and the other." So, um, and that's that's always interesting. And so I'm just saying that there are a lot more energy centers, or again, chakras. That sometimes we don't know about. I'm trying to remember why you even brought that up to you. Um, but no, you can go ahead, Mark.
1: Okay. Um, so, any other uses for Shungite ink? Um, I know, like, like the guy was I, I was um, quoting in the Facebook group, um, drawing sh- uh, sacred geometry, and I think some Facebook posts had that were um, Shungite ink was used as um, um, people were doing drawing sacred geometry with it. Um. Oh yeah. Uh. It was with earbuds. So, um. Let me find the article. But it was basically the equivalent of putting microwaves on in your ears. <laughs> you, we see so many so many people have these on. So you can take. I mean, people can go to the art store buy buy ink, and then Derek, you have the shungite powder, and um, shungite silver. Uh, powder in your store people can mix it with the ink and then put basically a dot on each of the earbuds or or anything wireless right like um uh what do you call it the headphones and that should um transmute and biocompatibilize those uh um you know the, the bad frequencies right
2: oh yeah you can use it all sorts of devices it'll definitely have an effect so on what i and you weren't saying this either but what i would say is then don't all of a sudden, so somebody, let's talk about the, the earbuds. Um, that doesn't mean, you know, you should still have them in all the time because there's still, you know, other frequencies going on. It will keep the energies moving, uh, make it a whole lot safer environment for you. But still don't, you know, rest your head on a microwave. Don't do things like that. Um, I know nobody would go that extreme, I would hope. But, you know, still trying to avoid stuff if you can. But if you find that you... You know you're going to use it and it's you know limit your, your time things like that especially cell phones i don't care if you have 12 shungite stickers on your cell phone don't try and avoid having that up against your ear no matter what um, shungite will definitely have an effect but again it doesn't make then everything coming off of that um totally safe it makes it much less harmful and moves the energies away from you quicker so you kind of can normalize out again and start healing yourself but so I just want to make that point. And then, yeah, that's a good idea about, and lots of people have that I've seen here locally used Shanghai ink, either got it from us or made it just like you were talking about and have done, in fact, I have a picture in my office here, I believe that's some Shungai ink in it, um, where they just integrated in their, their art, if they're painting or it's behind it. Some people have done that. They've sprinkled the powder behind the canvas before it was put into a frame or something. Um, so, yeah, there's lots of different ways. And then as far as the electronic devices, yeah, it's not exactly convenient or even really feasible to put a Shungite sticker or a nugget on, you know, headphones, uh, even a microphone sometimes, depending on the size or your your camera on your computer. So that's a good spot for either the, the liquid Shungite rubber that we have as well or the paint um, and or ink, like you were talking about, if we're talking about like doing anything, you know, crafty or usually pick and choose because the shungite rubber liquid rubber that you can go buy in a little jar is you know waterproof so if it's something outside and it's still this small i don't know whatever device might be outside say you got a camera out there or something um and you're worried about you know the weather taking it off or something like that and shungite rubber is a good alternative because it dries into a you know a hardened rubber so it work outside very well
1: yeah, your store does sell um, uh silver shungite paint, uh, five milliliters. Description is use includes placing a drop on on the back of outlet covers, earbuds, hearing aids, smartwatches on the back of any electronic devices. So I did make a post. is uh, it? Um, back in 2019. Um, let me see. Uh. Apple AirPods will be giving us much higher levels of overall EMF exposure than any other previous Apple devices. AirPods peak at 45 MW. Um, so, I mean, you could go to YouTube and type in AirPod, AirPods versus microwave, which is uh, similar to putting your head right next to a microwave. Um, let me see. Oh, here we go. <laughs> activistpost.com some Air, apple airpods catch fire but all apple airpods emit harmful radiation and contribute to e-waste um an exposure i'm just reading the quote i put up exposure that can cause all kinds of undesirable symptoms health problem as well as increased risk for cancer um anyway uh let me see uh i think that's all i have on that but Oh, so I don't know what triggered it, but um, you, you used to uh, have bees, and you're know, you a beekeeper, and they were able to survive the winter using, I think you used shungite ink. So I don't know if you can tell that story, because um, some survived and then some didn't. And this was based on use of uh, shungite ink. I don't know if you used S4 or not, but I thought that was a good winter story, I remember from uh, the archives
0: it wasn't ink it was painting the um hive he had five hives and two of them had he, he kept trying different things to do and two of them had been painted with shungite paint and those were the ones that survived the winter i'm glad you remember that
2: yeah and now i remember it more as well because those two were the ones the next year that then turned into eight different hives you know they kept uh i kept splitting them and things like that because they were so like crazy strong and healthy and yeah when you do that for the listeners uh when you you use shungai uh, paint on your beehives it's for the exterior so it kind of you can think of it as a sort of faraday cage so if you paint the whole exterior of it um it, it definitely has an effect on the the harmful you know not just microwaves but just all the frequencies the energies in our environment and they change because I've taken readings out on the property, different properties, different areas that have absolutely changed. And there's no, you know, not a new cell tower there or transformer or something like that. Um, so that's when I realized, you know, just go ahead and paint the entire exterior of the beehives.
0: You know, um, the, the the concept of those bees, it was a great experiment. I'm sorry that we lost three of the... <clears throat> The hives. It, 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 during the summer, they're very active. There's a lot of bees. As they get towards winter, they start dying off. And so you have a, a group of bees in the middle of the hive that actually maintain heat by circulating, correct, Eric? Yeah, exactly. Well, what I think happened, because he was in the midst of moving. So he was at the new place when a storm came in. He couldn't get back to the hive for three days. Hives. He had five of them left from the summer. And when he got back there, he opened up one and they were all dead. And so he was like, "Oh no." And so he opens up the second one fast, thinking they're all dead, and they were alive. So at the time that this happened, I said, "Look, please look and see are is is are they in the outside that died?" Was there more exposure to wind? Is there something in the way that they're set up that there's something different between the ones that survived and the ones that didn't? Maybe there was more protection. And he said, no, there's, they're all in the same environment. So you've got the Shungite paint that I don't think is going to make difference in the heat or the cold. But... You've got shungite paint there, and you've got all these little bees who are running around trying to make enough heat. And we can't underestimate the ability of a bee to say we need more heat and it to be uh, enhanced and expanded because they're in a shungite environment. And maybe it was the intentions of the bees to, to create the heat in a shungite environment that allowed them to create more heat than the ones on the outside. Does that make sense?
2: Yeah, well, it makes sense from the definitely the perspective that they were in a healthier state so that they could do things like that. And bees will. They'll they'll sit there and kind of huddle up together in the if you visualize a a beehive, so they're called Langstroth beehives, there's white boxes out there, and they're filled with eight or ten frames of honey. And usually in the very so now if you visualize that in the middle of those frames, about the size of a basketball, so that means yes, there's bees around the different frames and But if you could, again, like make those frames invisible, you would see that all the bees have gathered in the size of a ball in and around those frames in the center of that hive, Uh, of course, the center. And that's where the queen will be too. And often the, um, you know, the larva and the eggs and all of that stuff in there uh, during the wintertime. And and that's why they want to stay warm and healthy and, and keep the next, the brood going for the next season. So yeah, with the Shungite around that environment, they're just like us. We're able to, in our case, stay healthier, get rid of, and don't even, like, this whole season, I have there's no sicknesses, I don't get sick, I don't get cold, it doesn't matter how many people around me, um, because I realized that that can be a thing, and so do the bees, and they just need the assistance of Shungi in the environment to move those, because even a sickness or a virus, it's a frequency, um, that's what it is, and that's, if, if your body accepts that frequency, I guess you can say, or you do in your mind, well, then it starts to, you know, amplify from there, and then sicknesses or other things happen
0: I want to make one one kind of clarification there is no such thing as a virus
2: mm-hmm. Nope. there's you know
0: so when you use the word virus you should have used the word toxin no that's a good point
2: I'm glad you said that
0: yeah because toxins is what's causing the problems it's like we uh let's see is it when is it tomorrow Tomorrow we're doing um, a two-hour show with Dr. Merritt talking about uh, all sorts of energies. But the last week on Radio 5G, we had four doctors talking about the concept of terrain versus um, germ theory. And these doctors, I mean, very, very good, excellent doctors. And Merritt herself, when I first got introduced to her, she didn't understand electromagnetic dangers at all. And that was only a couple of years ago, and now she did a two-hour program that was just amazing on all of the she, she has the10 10 Energy Weapons is the title of it. And when, she, when she's beginning to understand the concept of energy, then you're not it's not the viruses that are doing it, okay? There isn't the viruses are essentially the skeletal remains of dead cells. They've never been alive, but in, in the in the in the tape, she goes into you know talking about uh, the different types of ways that no, maybe I took that out of there. But anyway, because I didn't want to redo the terrain on tomorrow. But the the idea here is that the toxins build up in your system, and so people get the same symptoms of a flu, runny nose. Diarr- your body is trying to expel those toxins. That's the basic thing. So the reason that you don't get sick because people around you are sick is that yes, you're in the you're with people that are putting out the frequency of a given toxin, and they're breathing on you. They're breathing this the the, the this toxin out of their bodies. But when you're in a shungite environment, before those toxins can even interact with you because it's an energy field okay so the toxins come in the energy of the shungite just reverses them and they essentially lose molecular cohesion if it's the molecule itself being you know they're breathing on you but if it's a frequency itself the frequency just you know reverses or goes away because it can't survive in a shungite environment so, not will it will it will it work every time? Some because I remember you guys all were on shungite and you all got sick, and I thought, well, what the hell? Why did that happen? But then, if your body, I don't care if you got shungite or not, if you if your body is overwhelmed by some kind of a toxin, including electromagnetic waves, you know, you're going to take a blow, but you'll recover a lot faster because you've got the shungite helping to get it off. Um, It's the only thing I can imagine that could overwhelm the shungite field is just an overwhelming amount of toxins. Anyway, I'll let that go. What's happening? Somebody's messing with their sound.
2: I'll mute. It looks like I'm moving.
0: Oh, you're moving? (laughs) Anyway, um, what well, Mark? Did you want? Did you have something else you wanted to talk about?
1: Yeah, I found the. <clears throat> I was going through the archives, and it was the. Uh, what was it? The April 9th, twenty nineteen show. I was timestamping it regarding to tattoos, and this is um. I'm about two minutes away. Um, I think I'll just run it, and then, it's about, in two three minutes talking about Derek's commenting on Shanghai tattoos. So I'll just play the show here and people can access it. So it's at the um, cosmicreality.com forward slash april-9-15-2019.html regarding Shungite and, and tattoos. Let's see here.
0: I'm working with a nugget. I see that nugget as this perfect little thing. No matter what its shape is, how big it is, it's its own little identity thing. You know, and on occasion, um, when I'm when I'm working with them, a part of the the nugget might be very very thin, and I know it's probably going to break, you know. And it's like I just you know, do it with reverence, like when you trim a tree, or you should do trimming trees, you know. And I do it with reverence because each one of those things is so special. So seeing a nugget that to me was deformed because somebody was messing with it like that was you know visceral. <laughs> Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. I guess I'm a big mama. Yeah. I,
3: well, I, I was going to age myself here, but I was thinking, what about those hoop earrings? I mean, so that's maybe my thing. I just see that as an ear. Putting an earring, you know, maybe a wrap on something is one thing, but then making this huge hole in your earlobe and then, so, you know, maybe it was one of my issues, but I get the same feeling. About your ear? <laughs> About somebody who did that to their ears. I'm like, no, you wrecked your and if it's some weird ear thing, but I was like, ah, you just got a big hole in your ear. I mean, wait <laughs> twenty years. But I kind of see it had the same feeling or same draw or pushback on Shanghai that was, you know, modified like that as well, sort of thing. So I was just kinda comparing the two that so totally not natural.
0: Yeah, and you know, I doubt well, maybe the person who made it, you know, is listening to me, but if you're doing this and the Nugget's saying it's fine to do, that's one thing. But my, the visual image was was such a strange reaction on my part. And to me, you know, it was like, wow. What, what? It was a beautiful uh-huh. piece of, of, you know, jewelry, if you want to think of that way. But um, its energy was all off.
3: I, yeah, I, I understand. It's just to each their own. So that's, like, even the one with the earring thing I was talking about. You no, know, each other preference, I guess. But to me, it was, yeah, a little off. Well, I have holes in my ear, Derek. Well, I have a pierce ear too on my left ear from when I was a teenager. I'm not, but I'm talking about yeah the whole gauge. Oh, okay. I was just correct. They're called gauges. Um, so those big wooden. Thing. And again, I'm not trying to judge anybody, but it's just one of those things that is. I, it's drastic to me. It's like taking off a finger or something. That's a big modification. Again, maybe I'm, I'm. old. Do you have tattoos? Okay, we won't talk anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do, and you know what? If I knew then what I knew now, which was done a long time ago, they'd be shungai tattoos. If I was still to do them, <laughs> so yeah. I mean, I'm not judging anybody. I've I've done my things. <laughs>
0: I wonder if they've taken the ink and and tried it. I have. I have a friend. Oh, you tattoos. have.
3: Yeah, he actually um, went in a couple months ago, got his gun, started pre- a tattoo gun. Uh, I should clarify that, um, and started playing with the ink, and I got him the tattoo powder. So he's just waiting on me to say, hey for me to have some time and sit down and give me the shungai tattoo um but yeah we have developed that and we have the Shanghai ink online for writing purposes not for body for your tattoos i want to note that to people (laughs) yeah don't don't grab the ink
0: and start tattooing yourself no oh i don't care what go ahead we're not (laughs) we're not recommending it but it's a free free what is a free will universe Oh my
1: gosh! Um, okay, so we're kind of at the top of the app. Okay, I just wanted to, you know, I, I like time t- stamping stuff, and was curious, like, um, what you guys actually said back then, um, and and sounds like we have more information now, which is good as far as, um, you know, the idea of applying it and what to do and what not to do. So thanks for uh, entertaining that. I thought there was more information on it.
0: Apparently not, but it was. <laughs> It was interesting listening to ourselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: no, I, didn't even, I didn't even think it was me speaking there.
0: <laughs> did you ever get the Shungite tattoo?
2: No, I haven't
1: had a chance yet. Nope. Several uh-huh. of my friends have, but I haven't.
0: Okay. Oh, That's funny.
1: So as far okay. as them getting the Shungite tattoo, is there anything they, they they mentioned? Like if it went, if it went smoother than um, having a regular tattoo or any... Did they it better in that part of the body or anything like that um they didn't talk about that but the one that i just shared the one that had
2: the shungai tattoo on his uh shin there he did mention that the tattoo artist had just when he handed him the the baggie of stuff so he wasn't all into shungai he didn't i don't know if he knew anything about it talking about the tattoo artist still um but he received it but he was clearly energy aware because he made some comments about being the most grounding thing he's ever touched in his life kind of thing so they had their whole and at some point maybe i'll get him uh his name is colin my friend who got the tattoo get him on uh, the podcast to chat about it himself on the interaction that he had because when we were talking it was kind of a it had to be a quick moment but he definitely pointed that out to me how the the tattoo artist was making comments like that and how it, the feeling of it and again it's going to be kind of lost to me translating the conversation so I will at least get a segment of that. I'll bring him on uh, with one of these uh, Shungai reality shows.
1: Yeah, it is a pretty popular topic. I just typed in tattoo in the Shungai Facebook group, and then the question gets asked, you know, several times. And um, reading the comments is interesting. But that—that's, I mean, what you what we're talking about so far is about as far as that goes in in terms of the topic. Um, and then there's endless things you could do with the S4 ink. you have in your store nail polish all the stuff in the electronics so and then you know with the holidays it's like that that's the least you can do for somebody that'll go a long way looks tiny but that that's gonna you know like i'm reading this stuff or is it um another cruise thing with tattoos ink stinks equals transition metals equals caused uh immune cell damage equals exosome release equals mitochondrial damage equals Disease generation. Uh, Doctors have known for some time that tattoo ink travels to the lymph nodes, which are used by the body to clear out toxins in the body, because the nodes can change to the same (laughs) color of the ink. But the new study shows the effect can still happen more than a decade after a person gets a tattoo. The Telegraph um, article on tattoos can cause infections 15 years later, warned doctors. So... Yeah, that this portion of the show can go a long way for a lot of people that li- especially live in cities, you know, and, and what that'll do for neurological damage. Um, yeah. Uh, back to you guys.
0: Okay, um, what I want to do now, because we're, I want Derek to comment this comment and he's going to be leaving. Um, I was talking about Dr. Merritt. I'm going to play you something. It's a clip from what she she was going through, the different energy forms that can be very harmful. And she, she starts talking about uh, frequencies, sound frequencies. So she has a, a, a tuning fork, and the tuning fork is set for um, the 528 I think. Yeah, she's 528. So what I did was I looked up the 528 frequency and came across somebody who's selling essentially a little whistle that puts out the 528 frequency. And I want to play that. I'm going to start with the device itself and uh, then we'll go from there. It's under five minutes.
4: So I bought this love tuner recently. And it's a unique little tool designed to help you relieve stress, reduce anxiety, it helps with the overall mindfulness. But what's important about it is that it connects you and your exhale to the power of the 520 Hertz frequency. And this is the love frequency and much like a instrument, string instrument that should be tuned us as humans, as transients, as vibrational beings are also just like instruments. And that's why this is a valuable tool. And it works like this.
5: And here's here's the other one is uh, there's in the 60s, they called it psychotronics. But um, okay. I, yeah. but but somewhere there's a picture of uh, it's called neural um, neural modulation, neural something. It's neural neural. I'm blanking on the term now. I'll look it up, but it, it's, okay. uh, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a patent, and it actually is talking about how they can use uh, computer monitors to affect your thinking, okay? That they can put out wavelengths. I mean, in, in th- that's what they call. Neural silencer? It, is that called, it um, or no? Magnetotherapy. It's called magnetotherapy, and i will
0: give you the patent. Oh, oh okay, magnetotherapy,
6: Yeah. yeah.
5: It's the nervous system manipulation by electromagnetic fields from monitors. That's the patent name: US six five zero six one four eight B two. So, okay. <laughs> you know, so they know about. It. And and before that, they knew about psychotronics that they could they could make you happy. You know, why yeah. do you think? Here here's an example. Why did they change? Why did the it was they used Joseph Joseph Goebbels to get this happen? But it was the Rockefeller, yeah. um, you know, people. And you probably know this story about how they changed the tuning frequency of music they went yep. to the europeans they went to us they couldn't get it done until they yeah and they and they purchased a a guy in chicago's music business he was he built musical instruments and they said we'll give you this fabulous new block in chicago you can make all the things you want we just ask one thing that you tune to a440 before that mm-hmm. it was a432 and why does that matter it's because we're made of water and are wa- we now know that certain water has certain resonances that are happy and certain that are not happy. And if you right. if you want to, it's like 528, and Len Horowitz uh, has a whole book on that, Len, the, the God frequency, essentially, that 528 mm-hmm. will heal your DNA, they say. Right. I can't prove that, but that is, I can tell you, I carry a 528 tuning fork and I solved my, my husband's tendonitis in his knee. I mean, immediately it gets better. Immediately. You put this tuning fork on somebody's, I'm an orthopedic surgeon. People come up to me at meetings. They say, I'm having this pain in my knee right there. And if I don't think, you know, most of the time it's not a torn cartilage. It's not having physical symptoms. It's just pain in an area. You put this thing on and immediately the pain will go away. Now in him, I had to do it multiple times over a couple of weeks, but it, it, it took it away. I didn't have to give him anti-inflammatories.
0: 528 tuning fork. Do you know what I've heard and I have no I haven't tried this I don't know but I heard
4: that tuning forks can actually uh repair scars.
5: Well right, if it repairs your DNA.
4: Mama, yeah. Right, if
5: it rep- I don't know but if it repairs your DNA it can do a lot of good. I mean, I've used it. I'll tell you what I've 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 noticed it when I every once in a while I have a bad habit of reading with my phone too close to me. You know, I sit right. in the bed and read. And I'll notice now I've got a thing on my phone now I don't notice as much but I I would get these kind of you know like heart arrhythmias and I realized I'm doing bad things to my heart this is you know and and just for the audience here's a safe thing to know if I'm right here reading and it's it's six inches from my chest I'm getting a lot of electromagnetic frequency but when I move it uh, away from me at one arm's length it registers zero I put my little Tri-field, so it's zero. So just get in the habit of putting your phone an arm's length away from you when you're sitting at your desk. You know, every time you think about it, don't don't get it clo- Don't keep it close to you. Put it an arm's length away. But anyway, um, yeah, I think it. I think it really makes a difference, and that's why you can listen to 528 music when you're just working at your computer. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, why not? And, and I what I do will I will warn people is that the some of the five twenty eight so-called music is not five twenty eight. So I have a tuning fork and I listen to it. I mean, unless you're tone deaf, you can listen to it in one ear, turn your music on and just see if it matches. And if it's not if it's not discordant, then you've got a five twenty eight thing going on.
0: So um before you guys comment, I, I'm gonna just I want to play this other clip here because when I was looking at the five twenty eight, I came across a statement to the effect of, you know, the the accepted healing uh, frequency, which was, where is it? I don't want to say it wrong. Nine, six, three, I believe. No. Is that the other one? One, seven, four. So I looked that up and I took a, a, a sound bit from it. And then in looking that up, I got this other one, nine, six, three, which is the spiritual frequency. So you've just heard a a frequency that is, you know, been being used by people, including Dr. Merritt. And now I'm going to give you some other sounds that also are being used by people, but for slightly different reasons. So just take a listen. This is only uh, 38 seconds. 174 Healing Frequency. 963 hertz frequency of god activate your higher mind return to oneness spiritual connection You are listening to the Cosmic Reality Radio Shit. Station. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. Okay. Um, so, guys, talk to me, Derek. What do you, what, what do you think about all this? Um, I'm going to
2: have to speak quickly because I will have to step out here in about five minutes. It has to be just before 10. But what's going on right now in my office, when you started playing that, my right ear started just toning, just ringing really, really strongly. Um which is unusual. I like to you know, call that my high-definition ear. So it was when you started playing the last frequency, um, and that was a – it's not going to make sense, but a widening one. So it was expansive. I think you called it a spiritual. So that makes sense to me because that one covers uh, – and I don't have the terms for it. But a lot of channels will say um, when you just played that one. It literally just turned on my connection status over here.
0: That's <coughs> 963. 963. Nine, six, three
2: okay yeah and the other one uh i I don't know what you called it but the healing one that was the same thing the the energies here started moving around me and then focusing inward so a more cohesive thing which would then translate in my terms yeah that'd be a healing thing um and but yeah that you said 963 or something i gotta write that
0: down but okay 963 Nine six three is a spiritual one. Yeah. One seventy four, they were listing as the healing one, the one that she was she was talking about was the five twenty eight, and um. Well, okay. let me let me just take a second here, okay. Um, all right, the first the first one was one seventy four, known as the healing frequency. It has been found to have the greatest potential effect on physical body when compared to the other frequency. This low frequency could alleviate pain and stress, improve concentration, and give the organs of the body a sense of security. Here's another, here's the, here's another one on it. Uh, what is the frequency of it? Is the frequency of healing real? Over the years, it's been proven that by a growing body of scientific evidence that sound healing frequencies can treat many ailments starting from anxiety and depression all the way to chronic pain and beyond. And then the uh, 963. It's a frequency is revered for its spiritual and healing properties. It's said to help open the crown chakra allowing us to access higher knowledge, deepen our spiritual connection, and invite divine wisdom into our lives. Uh, furthermore, it's believed to facilitate emotional and mental healing. Now what I found really interesting about these three things I read they're all from 2023 this year. So apparently this is starting to trend. Um so anyway uh Mark do you want to comment or Derek did you want to say something more about it? I mean I think it's absolutely fascinating.
2: Yeah, no it's just unusual just before I step out of the podcast here but how Again, how, not a speed thing, but it was instant when you started playing that, how it grabbed my attention, and then, uh, you know, the tinnitus-like symptoms with the ringing in the ears, and it's off now, but how it was in conjunction with that, and then when I, the, the I wrote it down, 9631, um, how much easier it was for me to perceive metaphysically while that was going on, and I had never tried that before, so... My, my etheric sight turned on really quickly when that was played so I'm gonna, I'm gonna play around with it is all i can tell you i'll find that frequency online or you know generate on my phone i got a tone generator and just see what happens and i'll, I'll update you when i know something
0: oh i know what the first one was the uh, 528 it's considered the love frequency that makes the sense first, yeah the, when the device he had you know So, um, again, this is, uh, not specifically shungite, but it is specifically enterology. And I'll say one more thing. She said she had something on her, on her phone. She's working with a company that is, she can measure, she can feel it, that, you know, making differences in the EMF, but they have a proprietary, proprietary system. So she doesn't know what's in it. I'll put money on the fact it's shungite. (laughs) <laughs> if it works, it's got Shungite in it somewhere. <laughs> anyway, we'll let you go there, Dallin. Have a good day. Yeah, thank you everybody. I had a great time.
1: Talk to you next time. Bye-bye.
0: Okay, so Mark, what what what's your take on all this?
1: Yeah, some of it made me grounded. I'm not too um it takes me a while to to say the description on those, but I've been big on the nine six three recently, uh following this um where did i hear her oh the the lifestyleist podcast there was a lady emphasizing um 963 on bioquantum applications um highly recommend that so 963 is the dmt um frequency it, it, the the so her her um uh, interview mentioned that it gets released when you're born when you dream and when you die so she had some really interesting story where um <clears throat> one of her close friends passed away and she got information from him from the other side in which saying that, uh, this isn't how we're supposed to live where, where, you know, you come and go so short of a lifespan. And so he gave her, I, I think uh, certain frequency codes and she put those in certain, um, supplements and products. So I bought one of them. It was the, uh, uh DMT 963 oil. Um, and uh, it, it it's I I put it put the it's it's like an aromatherapy thing in oil. So I put it in my forehead, and it was recommended in the back of my neck, and so it helped me pretty pretty well with um, uh, dream work, and and um, pretty consistently vivid. <clears throat> so uh, definitely something to try, and um, that's my experience with it. Um, definitely recommend people check out her interviews, Jewel um, Arness, I think it is. And um, I'm looking more into that. So I've been big on 963 recently uh, since it's kind of a, uh, you know, it, it seems like it's like a portal, <laughs> I guess, like a portal frequency, right? So I'm glad what Derek commented kind of matched my um, uh, my experience with it.
0: I think it was a great uh, exercise we just went through because you can, I mean, you feel the changes in your body immediately you know, based on the sound, and, um, I mean, I've known this, and, you know, but it's like, it's time, see, it's it's all trending, like I say, all of the, the information was coming from 23, so this is something that is opening up our minds to, uh, you know, new concepts of how to stay in a healing environment, and it's all going to energy, all going to energy, um, I can't wait for Dr. Merritt to find Shungite. You know, okay, so she's got devices that work and they're probably fairly expensive. But most people can't get these things. So you say to them, well, just get the Shungite. You can go to your local mineral store, get Shungite. And everything that she was talking about that needed to be done, including, like, one of the things she got into was uh, the water, and how the water can take programming. And that water coming from your pipes and everything is, is essentially dead water. And that you need to be able to energize it. And so she was uh, talking about putting... Uh, what the heck was it? It was something that she had where she would put rocks, little rocks, pebble rocks in a, in a container. And then kind of like filter the water through this and the concept being that it's like put it, the water goes down a brook and it's bouncing off the rocks that's where it gets its, its momentum it's, it's turning it's alive okay and um, when she said that I went oh boy oh boy this woman needs to interview me she needs to interview me because years ago long before Shanghai I was on a, a co-host on a, a radio show And the man we were interviewing was talking about structured water and how to get it. And that he had a device, you cut your pipes, you put this device in it. And uh, so I did some research on it. And yeah, it's the same kind of concept that Dr. Merritt was talking about. To mechanically change the... Way the water flowing through the pipe so it becomes energized it's sort of like your starter is used to start your engine it's the same sort of thing that you know the pebbles you know start a spin and then the the water begins to spin on you know naturally just sort of a starter thing so flash forward you know to to i think it might have been 19 maybe 18 but it was at least four or five years since i had, had talked to well talked to him and then looked at his his uh devices and thought it's interesting but somebody who knew him um wanted me to talk to them so anyway she got us together and we had this really interesting conversation because now he's retired he was retired from the business and so i said and this was not live radio uh, and i said to him um all right, let me let me ask you this. Um, I went back to your website when I knew I was going to talk to you here, and apparently you've added minerals to the structure so that they're also passing through the minerals. And he was like, yes. <laughs> and I said, um, can you tell me if you've got shungite in there? And he said, yes. And I said, how much shungite are you using? And he said, well, to run the business, we... And second. I doubt that they'll leave a message. Oh, shoot. 12. Okay. Hold on. Hello. Talk,
1: Mark. All right, I'll take over. Um, want to thank Justin Martinez in the chat for giving a lot of uh, contributions here. He was asking if there's uh, some more information about um, Shungite Rob versus Shungite, uh, what do you call it, um, Elite. And then I, I referred him to the Shungite Studies page that Derek put up which is mysticalwords.com forward slash um, Shungite um, studies. Oh, there, there's a dash, dash in between Shungite and studies of uh, science papers. So that's a good reference. Um, okay, I'm back. Yeah, I was just uh, giving reference for people.
0: Good, good. Um, So anyway, I'm talking to this guy. I said, do you have Shungite? And he said, yes. And um, I said, how much do you use? And he said, well, to support the business, we import seven tons of Shungite a year. So, (laughs) you know, it's like people are getting the results that they want once they get the Shungite in it. And if you see somebody that says it's a proprietary, you know, proprietary won't tell you what's in it, um, I, I think it's probably shungite. If it works, it's probably shungite. So I just wanted to, to kind of like, well, I just want Dr. Merritt to find, to to finally, you know, get some get get the idea in your head that. Cause she, oh, she, she said she had she has a medallina medallion, or something on her a pendant, and she said, "No, I don't put some kind of rock on my around my neck and think it's going to heal me." Okay, so probably people have been telling her you can use Shungite, but she's dismissing it. And for all the research that this woman has done in a very short period of time, you know, she still hasn't made that jump to the understanding of. Well, what the theme song of this, or song, the theme, the intro to this show is, you know, that this is an infinite amount of power in a finite object. And if she can get into the concept of what Shungite has taught us about enterology and everything else. Oh, and she's got a, a massive audience and she's, she'll do more research. She's got contacts, Mark. You know, that she could get them into into doing more and more testing with the equipment and the money that it takes to do that sort of thing to prove what we've been saying for, well, since 20, 2014. So, um, yeah, it's an exciting time to be in because it's, it, the, people are seeing seeing the energy universe, in my opinion. It's starting to open up for them. And the more people that get into it, of course, the more people are going to get into it. Um, but no, I'm going to do more with those those sounds. They're pretty awesome. Anything else you wanted to say about that?
1: Yeah, uh, I think I mentioned before, when we one of the shows, but um, one of the more easier bridges that will eventually happen is, is Cliff High mentioning <clears throat> to to Dr. Merritt about Shanghai cuz he's been going off on it and then uh um she interviewed him some months ago and and it's just a matter of time before they talk again of um all all sorts of things and 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 <clears throat> she's big on um doing russian studies and even speaking russian so um hopefully that'll happen sooner than later but um Oh, yeah, Dr. Merritt is on weekly, I think, on Mondays. Uh, Courtney Turner podcast <clears throat> talking about energy stuff and all of these things that, that you're mentioning. So um, always interesting having her comment on, uh, you know, these different structures and how to apply them and avoid them, especially with, um, I think I mentioned before, this, this pneumonia thing that's been going on in the, the news. Um, and it, it's basically EMF uh, related. And I put the clip in the uh, Shanghai uh, Facebook group to To clarify, It's kind of EMF cloud. So can you
0: can you put it in the chat room too, please? Oh yeah, that link. Um, all right, so we're at the top of the hour. We might as well play our favorite song, Craig Stewart, Shanghai, We the People. welcome back to Shungite Reality. It is December 19th, 2023. With me right now is myself and I'm Nancy Hopkins and I'm Mark Joseph uh, Mark Josephs with me. Um. So Mark, uh, where would we like to go now?
1: Yeah, there was a bunch of questions I forgot to bring up during, um, <laughs> I, I said to some people, yeah, I'll bring it up during the show and then just forgot because we're going off on a tangent on stuff, but I um, was hoping Derek was here. Uh, we'll save it for next week, but maybe I can ask you. So I'll put this in chat. Um, someone in my area asked about um, these antennas being put up uh, in their friend's backyard. So the the link's in chat. And like, what, um, let me see. What should I get from your store to counteract a transformer being placed into my friend's backyard? And there were a couple pictures shown. Um, I don't know if you can see that, but, uh, so Derek did answer, but, um, I was hoping to get more of an audio one audio update. And he said, um, uh, what I would do is place Shungite nuggets in the dirt around it where possible, no exact number of pieces, then be sure and have Shungite in and around the house where they live to help disrupt the harmful frequency and energy being emitted by the nearby transformer. So you won't really stop the harmful frequency energy, but at least you can have an effect on moving the energy away from the house. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that'd be helpful generally for people. Um, would you recommend any any other thing than, than doing that? It's pretty that, simple.
0: That ain't how, It's right next door to a, a facility. Is that the house?
1: Oh, I don't know. They, I'm just going by what I see in the picture. Okay. Wow. Okay.
0: Yes, um, but one of the one of the things that people are missing um, regarding the 5G, I'm assuming it. I don't. I can't see the top of it, but I'm assuming it's probably a 5G because it's the smaller antennas that they have to put more of them up because of the technical parameters of the signal. It need. It can't go very far because it's low frequency. Um, trees, bushes. The plants will protect you from the 5G, as best as I know. There's more and more people talking about, you know, that's why they come in and they cut down the trees in certain areas, you know, along streets and stuff. You remember when they went into Britain and they cut down all the the trees in the uh, areas of the 5G cities? So, yes, do a lot of planting. Put trees around, you know, small trees, shrub trees just to protect the, the, you know, the outside of your your building from it. And, um, yes, the Shungite will absolutely have an effect on it. But, again, <clears throat> my concern about the 5G, even if you can turn it and make it, you know, counter uh, uh, biocompatible, it's it's a terrible signal. It's a terrible signal. So, and I'm getting kind of a download here. It so the trees will help mitigate the amount of energy that's coming off these 5G that 5G thing but of course it's up in the air so you know how are we going to get it on the roof you know that type of thing if it's that close i don't know that it's that close to the house we're talking about so we have to kind of work with the the environment that we're dealing with but the trees and the shrubs let's say shrubs okay will help mitigate the amount of energy that's coming into the house okay now when we look at this 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 situation that we just well the, the, what we just talked about the sounds mark i'm thinking that if you you could probably put some of these probably either on it maybe the love all three of them if you played them in your house maybe that would mitigate them because remember yeah. it's it's resonance and um, yeah
1: Dr. Merritt was talking about that where it's not penet- and cuz um her husband is an electrical engineer you remember this talk where it's not penetration of these things it's resonance that gets
0: exactly. you exactly exactly so if your body is listening to love the love frequency 174 if if that's what i mean what is <clears> that whatever it is five, two, eight, one eight, 174 i don't know I have to look at them again. The the nine six no no five five twenty eight five is that what it is? Anyway, if let's just say you got the love freak, frequency playing around you, right, and your body is resonating with that because your body's going to resonate with love, then this other frequency that's coming in. I I'm doing I'm thinking about it as a as a electronic warfare officer. Okay, if you <clears throat> if you got a Signal coming in from like a a, a military communications. Okay, you put up another signal that actually jams, disrupts that signal. That's a jammer. We even back in the seventies we were using these type of things. Okay, so it makes sense to me that if you're listening to to music that or sound, just sound. that it might mitigate the 5G and other crap that's coming in that is, you know, not good for you. It might just jam it. So I'd have them look at the trees, maybe playing good music in the place, and Shungite. I don't think there's enough you can do to fight this damn 5G stuff. (laughs)
1: I mean, yeah, she... we're going we're going beyond five G. Like the big thing now is six G, seven G, right? Because, um, and this is what Maria Z, Todd Callender, and these folks have been talking about. It's it's, and I commented on this months ago. Um, <clears throat> found her through uh, Tony Pantoloresco, Sabrina Wallace, talking about these biosensors, and you know we're breathing in nano stuff all the time, nonstop. So we gotta kind of constantly detox, and and all of that stuff. I mean, I'm not saying all of it, but some of it is is related to the, these these uh uh nanobots and and nanobiotech and, and the stuff we eat, water, and you know and then I was listening to something recently where as much as as uh, the water company does to get rid of stuff and parasites, it's like there are still thousands um that are not uh removed from from the water we shower and and uh use. So, got to be constantly detoxing. Shungi is just one of the things I use. You know, and, and I go with Dr. Daniels too of uh, Pure Gum Spirits Turpentine. I try to use monthly. Um, you know, anti-parasitics, right? And and, and <clears throat> Dr. Mira commented on this months ago one of her interviews that if you talk to a parasitologist, they will tell you that that parasite eggs are the same as cancer cells. But if you talk to the allopathic field, they will never tell you that. Um, just something to keep in, you know, you have these turbo cancers happening, and it's like, okay, what antiparasitics can be applied, and uh, yeah.
0: Well, if you think of one of the main anti-cancer protocols that is so, was so successful, and this was back... Uh, Probably 200s, 2020s, that maybe before that even, might have been earlier than that. But there was um, this doctor who began to use DMSO for cancer treatments. And she got 100% cure for every cancer. And it was a real lot of different types that she cured. And she was taken to court by the FDA. I mean, she, she disappeared. I heard her on one podcast, and you know it was like she disappeared, and now I can't even remember her name. But they didn't want—they don't want anybody that's got a cancer cure. You're probably going to suicide yourself or have some very bizarre accident, and so I'm not sure that that wasn't what happened. But it, it all shut down. But but the thing I'm saying here—they get the DMSO. In the processing of trees, they cut down the trees, they do some stuff to it, and they would have all this DMSO. So um, this chemist was brought into the wood people and said, can you find out what we might be able to do with all this DMSO stuff that we keep making, manufacturing? And somehow or another, he got into healing things, and it was like, oh, wow, this is amazing. But when you're using the DMSO, and I've used, I mean, they use DMSO, you know how you see some athlete that takes a terrible stumble, gets hit, whatever, and then he goes back into the, you know, the blue tent and does gets medical help and then he's out in the field again and he seems fine. Well, it turns out that DMSO is used a lot in professional sports. And you just rub it on. I had a tennis elbow that was oh my god, it was, you know, any time I moved it was it was giving me a lot of pain, and it went on for months. And somebody told me about the DMSO. I got you got to get the purified DMSO, medical grade, and um, I put it on the elbow. And I'm telling you, within a matter of seconds, the pain was gone, and it never came back. And I had a friend of mine who had been drunk and fell in a bathroom stall and screwed up his shoulder really bad and uh, we we tried it on him too and immediately you know after years of having problems with that shoulder it just boom went away but what I'm saying here is that the, the, the turpentine I mean amazing stuff these natural remedies if you think in terms of not the chemistry but you think in terms of the frequencies that they're carrying those frequencies into the into the body. And so if you've got parasites in your body and you apply the DMSO, it might be at a chemical level the DMSO is working, but maybe it's more of an energetic thing and that the parasites cannot exist to to, to them it's toxic whether it's the frequency or the chemistry. But again, it's matching natural frequencies that get rid of things like parasites, and allowing the body to just let that purifying energy do its thing and help de- detoxify. And in this case, because once you once you kill the the parasites, you get all these parasites' bodies floating around. That's a lot of toxicity. So it, it all comes down to what toxin d- did you get yourself involved in? And what's the natural remedy? Yes, shungite's always there, okay? But you got to look around and look at, at some of these other things. Um, I, I use the uh, the, the uh, castor oil all the time. I use a, a lot of it um, because there's it, – it's so – it's. You you don't know. I mean, I I live in a pretty protected environment comparatively to you guys, and yet there was a big toxic buildup in my body, and it made me very tired, uh, very sick. My it, whole body was going on wonkers. And when I when I realized, well, I must have some kind of a toxicity thing, I began to um, apply the uh, castor oil packs over the area like in my intestines I was having. I've got the uh diverticulitis and I thought that it might be a flare up of that because it's in your intestines and you're trying to flush toxins and blah blah blah. So I started applying it there. And yes, it took a while. But I'm 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 you know healed from that and probably a lot of other things because Once you get the castor oil in your system for the specific purpose that you're doing it, it's in your system, and it's also acting like a flush thing. It's helping flush out. It's like adding a little soap, maybe, to the water that you're using to flush a a system out. So, uh, again, it all comes back to that concept of what toxin did you get involved with, and what natural remedy is available. Um. Walter actually made me a a shungite spiral that has the frequency of turpentine in it. And that is an incredible healing modality. I mean, it's just device. It's just... uh, And and you know, the the other thing that... I, I really hope that Dr. Merrick gets her head around. She was talking about water and how water can be programmed. And listing, you know, Amato's work and a lot of other people that have been doing this. And so she understands that water can take a programming. When she understands that Shanghai can also take programming, it's going to open up a whole new <laughs> reality tour. You know what I'm saying, Mark?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely follow her on Telegram. Uh I'll have to give the address later, but, um, yeah, I, I mean, out of all the five docs that she's the one I'm constantly listening. She's 71. She does not sound like it at all. She's got like full of energy. Just ready to take on, you know, anything. And, uh, is, is, um, I think, I think it's the, the more is in a deeper rabbit hole. And then, than all the other, all the other five docs there.
0: Yeah, she's, well, well, what what I'm impressed with is, like I say, only a few, couple of years ago, she knew nothing about this. And now she's, like, really, really done her research. And I was very impressed with, uh, well, now she knows more than I do. <laughs> I do on a lot of this stuff. And uh, she's just somebody that you can trust because she's not afraid to say, boy, was I wrong about that, you know? She continually brings in her own experience of getting through the hoops of completely readjusting her her view of, of medicine. I I mean, you know, because how do you go from cancer, this deadly terrible thing, to well it's just a parasite, take some anti parasitic medicine and it'll go away. How do you how do you get there? You know, as a doctor. What do you mean? That's all you have to do? Yeah. And I don't need you to do it for me. Thank you. Bye. See (laughs) you. Good luck with your life. You know what I'm saying? Is that we can become our own doctors in in many ways. If you just stay on on the concept of drink a lot of water because it flushes your system. Get on Shungite. Plant trees. (laughs) Hide behind the forest. uh, All these little simple things. and, And... you know, to be honest with you, I don't worry about toxins in food because I use shungite magnets to detoxify virtually everything that I eat. If but if if I put it in the refrigerator and if it's in a can, I put the tuna fish in in the refrigerator. Because when I take it out, there's gonna be no toxins in it. Same with the animal food. You know, I put their food in the refrigerator and then I take it out. Once it's detoxified, you don't have to keep it in the refrigerator. You just, and it it happens rather quickly. I mean, I tend to leave it overnight, you know, just because I do that. Um, But, you know, a lot of times I've, I've, oh, I don't have any of the detoxified stuff. So I take a magnet right off the refrigerator, stick it on the can and, you know, wait five minutes maybe maybe less, maybe more. It's because it happens so fast. Once it hits the field, it's energy. Boom, boom, go up, no more toxins. And, you know, she was into the, the questioning of the glyphosate and all the, the fluoride in the water. That's been proven that the fluoride in the glyphosate is taken out of the way by shungite. I mean, this is the shungite show so it's shungite reality you know shungite is the key to probably everything because it 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 decalcifies your your pineal gland it allows you to make the god connection you know if you if you're in a frequency of of you know the love frequency and you're vibrating if you're if, if you've got so much gunking up, calci, you know, calcification of the pineal gland, that it, the crystals in there can't even vibrate to make the connection, you know. But shungite just gets rid of that stuff. So, it's, if you have, well, I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you weren't into shungite, <laughs> But at least we provide you with information that you might use to be able to talk to other people about shungite. Yes, an apple cider vinegar is very good. Oh, you start you doing it in your tomato juice. Good for you. Yeah,
1: yeah. You're mentioning the the castor oil and, and um, a reference back to Dr. Jennifer Daniels, whom we interviewed uh, Shanghai Show. I forget when that was, but you also interviewed her on 2020, back in 2020, April of uh, you know that whole uh, pandemic thing. Um, so I, I follow her regularly. And um, her most recent um, interview was back in September. You can find it in Bitchute. And uh, let's see what notes I took on it. Because that's where I got the idea of using turpentine to get rid of um, um, parasites I had. Or the, the I had a bad sugar thing going on for a long time. And then regularly using turpentine uh, greatly reduced it. Um, so So the interview she had back in... September was, uh, it's like a Q and a thing with, with people asking stuff of different ankle issues. And, um, so she emphasizes a lot on cow foot soup. And so apparently in, in Panama, um, uh, they use cow cow foot soup to give, get tons of energy. So people who work out in the field for like 12 hours, they have tons of energy from it. That's one of her go-tos for people who have, um, um, you know, issues and like beef tendons. So, um yeah i highly recommend that one cuz she's she's uh got to mentor um andrew kaufman and so there's always this uh, tree of the terrain people who's thomas Cowan, Stephen Lanka, and andrew kaufman and um and so you know if if uh, if she got to to mentor him like well, you know what does she have to say and one of them is like there's no evidence for hpv 95% of women who have it say it comes and goes and so I'm still taking notes on that, but it, it's the same thing with AIDS and this whole thing that like, sounds really unbelievable considering, you know, the medical industrial complex uh, that we've all been brainwashed to. especially this winter season of, of, you know, quote unquote flu season, which, you know, people just lack in sunlight. Um, so for me, like I, I have I an infrared um, light in the house, like I get from reptile stores. Uh, so at night I just put those in place of the regular bulbs in the bathroom and in, in the room. Um, and then I have a red light panel, which I use during the day. Um, I mean, it, it's, there's this term, "Allen artificial light at night. So I, I tend, which, which leads to obesity, cancer, things like that, neurological issues. <clears throat> so I tend to use my panel, um, during the day, but like, and now I just have those reptile lights, um. Um, I think ther- Therabulb bulb is another good place where you could get like, what's the bright? Because sometimes the bulbs aren't bright enough, like for the room. So I have one that's like 300 watt. Um, wanted to read or actually recommend people. So like in Radio 5G, we played a few of uh, Dr. Robert Duncan's interviews, and he's like one of the top guys in terms of this uh, uh, silent weapons, um, uh, mind control stuff. And so he's a good follow on, on X on Twitter. It's at Tim underscore E underscore Lord. Uh, wanted to read some of his uh, <clears throat> postings here. So let me see. One of them, he um, trying to find the link here. Well, since we're talking about the silent weapons, read a quote here. Uh, silent kills quell the population's emotions so that we all feel not responsible. Silently, our species turned into psychopaths at an unconscious level. Are we fit to rule ourselves anymore? Lethal autonomous weapon systems. Eyes are on the international scene. The possibility of conducting military operations through remote control systems has led to a reduced perception of the devastation they cause and the responsibility for their use, contributing to an even colder and detached approach to the immense tragedies of war. The Pope writes, research into Emerging technologies in the field of so-called lethal autonomous weapon systems include the warfare use of AI, is a serious ethical concern. Never, he claims, can autonomous weapon systems be morally responsible subjects. A car, no matter how smart it is, is still a car. It is imperative, then, to ensure adequate, significant, and coherent human supervisions of weapon systems. We cannot even ignore the possibility, now this is unquote, um, we cannot even ignore the possibility that sophisticated weapons end up in the wrong hands, facilitating, for example, terrorist attacks or interventions aimed at destabilizing legitimate government institutions. Um, so he was, he was uh, also referencing the uh, IEEE um, site. Um, Neuroscientists wirelessly control the brain of a scampering lab mouse. So if this is what they're talking about publicly, how many more years and decades ahead are they? Um, Nancy, I don't know if you have that clip of John B. Wells um, talking in the Common Sense show about um, just how far along the military and private sector is of of the technology they have. Do you have that clip ready? I'm
0: looking right now. Uh... I mean,
1: so while you're looking for it, let me me do a paraphrase of a quote from um, Lockheed Martin Skunkworks, one of their former CEOs that, he was saying that we have the ability to go to the stars and back to take ET home. That and and that was a quote from how many decades? Two decades ago. Uh, people can look that up. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Lockheed Martin Skunk Works. I do have it. Okay, you ready? Are ready you ready to, ready to play? To
0: play it? It? Okay, sure.
1: The
7: climate change stuff. There may be a small tad of viability there and truthfulness. But it's being used in a way to basically just break down civilization so they can control everybody.
6: Well, and it goes even beyond that because I've, I've been saying this for years that the, the tech that actually exists is 200 years beyond. I used to say 50 to 100 years, but let's put it this way. The fax machine was invented in 1865. The Navy got them in the 50s. We didn't get them. For 120 years, that's when we were in Dallas at least, we could uh, go get a fax machine, you know. It was a big deal. They were expensive, too. Now, this uh, studio that I I bought uh, just across uh, 75 Central from downtown had a fax machine in it, uh, an Oki Data. It was the size of a pool table. They'd had it since the uh, early 90s. But again, this was a specialty instrument. If Southland Corporation owned the studio, so if they wanted to throw $10,000 at it, they would. But we didn't get it. For 120 years. Nineteen eighty-five is when we could just go get one. So You opened
7: really up you opened up a Pandora's box there. How far do you think the technology's gone? Teleportation, space travel? I mean, have you considered any of these possibilities?
6: David, if I give you my honest responses to this, members of your audience will think that I have lost my mind and have gone completely. Well, crazy. we've both lost our mind, John. Okay. So go ahead and answer the question. Teleportation is possible. A projection of, of a of an individual it's all in knowing how to do it. Here's the thing everything is possible. Absolutely everything is possible. If it can be conceived, it is possible. The mm-hmm. next trick is how to do it. So spacecraft flying around from other planets? Yes. Demonic entities? You bet. All of them? No. As above, so below. They're not they're not all demonic. We, do we think flying saucers are real? Well, duh. You know. And interestingly enough, David, we caught my wife and I caught a picture of one. She goes, "There's a UFO up there," and I went, "What?" And she goes, "Look, there's this black dot up there." We were sitting on the back porch, past the fence, up there. It's just hanging there. I got a picture of it. I'm gonna send it to you. I'll send it to your to your mobile phone. Okay. It looks curiously like the TikTok or Tac yeah. UFO, because if you watch this thing, you know you'll see when it looks like the Ark Midnight logo, right? <laughs> the, the Saturday Night Show, the Sixth Element. It really does. It's kind of the top's kind of curved with a part that hangs down like this. That's what one of them looks like. But you see, as this thing turns, it looks like it has little stumpy wings on it, and then it'll. I don't know why they even called it Tac. It does not look like a rectangular esque lozenge to me but they want to call it tic-tac let them do it that's what this thing looks like and this is what it did while I was looking she was not aware that I had my phone she goes I gotta get a picture of this so she bounced in the house to get her and so I went I got my phone right here I'll take a picture I'm telling you I'm gonna send this to you you spread it out and it looks like it looks like a donut if you will it's black and it has an inner hole that looks like it's recessed almost like a, a lens or something and it appears to have little little tiny, stumpy little delta wings just poking out on on either side. This is what it did while I was watching. It hangs up there, and it sort of goes, ah, and then it does the cartoon leaf drop into the ground thing and disappears. I mean, there's nothing in it for me to make up a story like that. I'm a grown man. I don't make up stories, you know. But, uh, Brendi said, I think that thing was cloaked. And accidentally uncloaked, and realized we were looking at it, and that's what happened. Because it just kind of like I'm falling, just a gradual, oh, and then it wafted left and right and left, and then straight down, and it disappeared. Damnest thing I ever saw. It's one of these.
1: Yeah, can you can you prep the um the one on weather? The one I sent you like a couple uh, like a month and a half ago. It, it kind of links to the whole new tech thing. I um, wanted to read something in regards to, uh, what is it, Um, that thing I read about the mind-controlling mind, mind controlling mice um, from from Dr. Duncan's uh, X. Nothing new and somewhat of a distraction to the real current state of technology. This kind of direct mind control once belonged in sci-fi. But with the new tech of optogenetics, we can use light to turn on brain cells and activate specific neural circuits, allowing us to observe the effect of an animal's biology or behavior. So we know that directly from uh, you know, the artificial light from computers, cell phones, uh, when you go in the grocery store, that kind of radiation. So people can go into their computers, the nightlight night settings, and then make the colors warmer at night because that reduces melatonin. People have trouble sleeping, and the um, people in... in t- Big tech has known about this for years, which is why their CEOs don't allow their kids to use their technologies. And so, um, I'm not sure if I mentioned it last time, but I'll say it again. Uh, daylightcomputer.com. There's a pre-order for the words, the world's first anabolic computer. Of course, this is from Dr. Jack Cruz's uh, Facebook. You go down, scroll down, you'll see what this looks like. Where it's a low EMF um, tablet and um, They currently only have a tablet, which is like for 900 bucks, and then there's coming a phone and a uh, computer version or laptop. Of um, but they need to sell like 2,000 or something. So so anabolic meaning, uh, it's low EMF and has no flicker. Flicker is also another thing that messes up people's neurology. Um, So this is actually a big milestone because for a while he was working with somebody who had a uh, non-blue light computer. So people can check that the details are in his Patreon, but you can access um, once you go to daylightcomputer.com. You have to put in a code, which is Cruz 2023. Uh, So again, that's K-R-U-S-E. about about that. um, And so so the this is a pre order, so the computer is going to be released in spring, springtime, second quarter of 2024. And um, uh, yeah, Dr. Cruz's Facebook shows the different images of what it looks like. Um and and the makeup of it. And then do you have that clip ready, Nancy? The the common sense show of the weather thing?
0: I'm not sure if this is weather or not, but <clears throat> we'll try. Yeah, because
1: only gave you two clips, the one from way back when. But yeah, go ahead and play okay. it.
0: This is our art, Bell.
1: Um Yeah, yeah, that, that's the one. These are NASA's unexplained
3: files. August 2012, NASA's Curiosity rover arrives on Mars.
0: Oh, wait a minute. I, I don't think, think that's it. <laughs> no. Um,
1: you can keep looking. I'll, I'll read something else here. Okay, that, that okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. So, um, you know, w- we always talk about the military industrial complex, right? And what that's about Eisenhower. And so there's a guy that Mike Adams interviewed. And you can look it up on Brighteon. His name is Carl Grossman, Carl with a K. And why this is important because, so if you go to his his blog spot, carlgrossman.blogspot.com, or actually put his first name and last name, and then type in military industrial complex, and you'll see his blog from back in March 2009. It's the Military Industrial Scientific Complex. That's the title. So the reason why that's important, because the word scientific was taken out of the initial MIC, military industrial complex term. And so obviously, c- considering what's happened the last three, four years, we know how much of a profound, you know, that aside from the Flexner report, which Rockefeller, you know, <clears throat> had taken out the natural cures in the medical system. This is like up to that level, too. So I'll, I'll kind of I mean, people can go read the rest of it, but Nancy, just, br- just break in it once you fi- find the um, clip. But uh, I'll just read some of this. 20 um, years ago, Eisenhower gave what has often been described as the most memorable farewell address by any U.S. president since George Washington. He warned in the speech about the military-industrial complex. But in the original draft, as historian Douglas Brinkley has noted in an article... On the address in the September 2001 issue of American Heritage magazine, Eisenhower was to warn not only of a, quote-unquote, military-industrial complex, but of a military-industrial-scientific complex, and they give the, the actual site uh, to the article. <clears throat> uh, Brinkley writes that because of the plea of Eisenhower's science advisor, James Killian, was the word scientific eliminated. The military-industrial-scientific complex was the far more accurate description of the complex of vested interests manipulating the U.S. then and now. And, um, yeah, he, uh, they go on to quote the actual, in the speech, um, so let me see. The system of the U.S. National Laboratories, which grew out of the crash program of World War II to build atom bombs, the Manhattan Project, was and is the base or much of the scientific establishment, which um, Eisenhower was concerned. Um, anyway, it goes on a little bit about the history of that, but it's a good read. That you know, just just the the, the background of how much of hidden history is 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 um, revealing. Um, any luck, here, Nancy?
0: Yeah, here we go. Okay. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I have to open it up first. Okay, there we go. Oh jeez. All right, hopefully this is it.
7: Art Bell did an experiment one night. I had to laugh. I was driving from Phoenix area to Denver to visit relatives. And I'm driving through the night sky in New Mexico. Absolutely beautiful. Too bad they got such crappy politics and a horribly corrupt governor who likes to take away people's Second Amendment rights. But I'm listening to Art talk about this terrible drought that's killing tens of thousands, millions of cows. And he said, we need to bring rain to Texas. You know, I couldn't participate in the experiment because I'm driving. I couldn't close my eyes for one minute and focus because who knows where I would end it up. But I listened. And Art commanded his audience to calm and see rain in Texas. And there had been no prediction for rain at all. Well, this freaked him out. I actually talked to him about it. He said, Art, how come you will never do this again? And he got really upset. He goes, I could have really hurt people. We don't understand this power. So he had the people concentrate on the rain. And the next day they had record rainfall for two and a half days floods occurred Hartbell bell had egg on his face he felt terrible um okay this was the first demonstration of public consciousness i've ever seen and this is invoking what's behind the new technology this is a form of quantum entanglement the mind acting on the physical environment
0: hero uh... well i'm glad i found it
1: yeah so Obviously, things like the power of prayer um uh what do you call it uh Lynn McTaggart's power of eight, like you don't need that many people, but in power of eight, you just need two or more in a in a concentrated directed intention and a specific technique to get this done, but even then you can you can strip it down and simplify where it's just directionalized intention, and then you you have that happen on the public airways and so <clears throat> um I'm a regular listener of the common sense that's show that's Dave Hodges and um he 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 brings that up pretty frequently in in terms of like um you know I I did get Walt's uh, Shungite um Cloudbuster and it has reversed, you know, with, with the help of the the cosmic reality crew um help reverse the drought here in, in in what like uh 3 years yeah about took about 3 years and it's all journaled in the Facebook Shanghai group. But, again, it's not necessary in terms of um, just this. Th- you get enough people together. Um, like when I'm in uh, <clears> the <throat> Lynn Tiger's Power of Eight, I do a, twice a week, uh, like a healing group on Zoom. And then somebody feels off or sick or broken this or that or wants a better, you know, better job. And the success rate is pretty high. Um so, you know, it just comes from, like, we have that kind of power. And Nancy, I don't know if you want to comment on that.
0: Well, yes. And <clears throat> it's interesting. I mean, they've done, <clears throat> excuse me, they've done uh, tests with, you know, thousands of people concentrating on whatever. Um, I'm trying to think. Oh, the Heart Institute. Uh concerning the no crime in the world and it it took effect. I mean, it, the statistics were there. There was, you know, no crime in the world during the period of time that they were putting that energy out. But again, it comes back to you don't even need the eight. You only need one. But why do we want more? Why does, why does more assist us? Well, because the more... You have the more people are thinking about this, and it goes into the collective consciousness of humanity. So, you you want pure people with you. All you need is one discarded person, and it can skew the results. So you want the people that are, you know, unified in this one project that they don't. They're not going to doubt it. You have, you have to have special people. It's, it's the quality of the energy. So, what I'm saying here is that one person can get to that point where you're very focused, you want to do something. But it's better to have more. But you don't want too much more. And that's why I have you know, not wanted to grow this radio station because I believe that the people that resonate with us are drawn to us, they're guided to us. This is their mission, this is their family. And we get a, a group of people that are very uh, unified with what we're doing and also at a, at a point where they need the juice the energy that we're putting out and a lot of them go on and and don't listen to us after that but it's like energy exchange but every time we do that we're actually increasing the amount of powerful energy going into the collective consciousness that then feeds down to people so that they are from the inside out getting prepared for understanding and accepting new information, and it just tickles me, I mean, like I said, when I started Radio 5G in 2019 in the February, I didn't think there was a chance in hell, and now I just see so many changes, it's like, wow, people like Dr. Merritt, who didn't even imagine that such a thing as an energy universe was what's dictating everything, is now completely immersed in the, the study of it. And, you know, uncovering more and more and more. So we're in a very exciting time frame here. And, um, yeah, Art Bell must have scared himself when he saw the results. Now, when we're using the, um, the Eagle, the Cloudbuster system, that takes it to another level because what you're doing is you're working with nature. Not just human beings, but nature, in that with all this electromagnetic pollution and the toxicity of the planet, it's not the same planet it was intended to be and was for a long time. And just like we're not the people we we were intended to be by source first imagining, and uh, we've been, you know, changed because of the environment and everything else. But now we're given an opportunity to correct. One of the disconnects, which is the weather being able to be seen as a system between the atmosphere and the ground. And it used to be that the atmosphere would detect that the ground was dry and and give it more moisture. And I know this seems stupid and simplistic. This is the way nature is. It's simple and simplistic. Okay, (laughs) two Two versions of simple, but what you what you have is that with the cloudbuster there, we are creating an a, a circuit a circuit to be able to make that communication between the atmosphere and the ground, and yes they they worked i mean Wilhelm Reich and did a lot with the Cloudbusters and um, amazing stuff. I mean, there's so much to this story. But in our case, when 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 Walt finally got into Shungite and added the Shungite energy to the eagles, then you had a system that was also very connected to Mother Earth herself, Gaia. And that enhances the procedure because you're in uni- you're unified with Gaia who knows what is needed. we can only estimate guesstimate what we need to do to correct something like the drought that was in California. I mean should we move this here Should you don't want to get down into the specifics you want to see the final outcome and when you add Gaia to the mix, And you invoke the spirits of Earth. You know, in any way, shape, or form you can imagine them, they're there. And use the powers of nature to enhance and increase your own powers to manipulate reality to something that you want to see. I guess that's the end of that.
1: (laughs) Mark? Yeah, um... So, uh, it m- remind me of the meme of, uh, I tried to follow the science, but it was simply not there. I then followed the money, that's where I found the science. And, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, we know about the whole thing of, of scientism, right? There's this whole um, a fundamentalism of, of materialism. That, and so, you know, co- like what is not of consciousness? Like everything is, is from, from divine intelligence. And so once you find that inside, you realize, like, it, it's all out there. Um, so I think it's great that these these little things, these, these mental technologies, you know, of just in, setting your intention, directionalizing it, and then things can happen once you let go of it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, do you have that clip of um, Cliff High talking about Shanghai? That's from his, his, I think, one of his more later ones. Um,
0: where is this thing here? Okay.
1: Do you need time to look for it?
0: And no, I'm just gonna go down there because I'll see it pretty quick. I think. Um, cliff high on Shungite.
1: Wait, do we have enough time? Because we only have ten minutes left. I forget how many minutes he was talking about that.
0: Well, I don't have it right here because that's say it says it's a two hour show. So I'm not sure what.
1: What What about
4: the Steve Quayle one I sent? Yesterday. Yep. Yep. That was a short one. Okay. But these are Faraday bags. And and the, the number one thing that I know that most people don't know is that most people don't understand that your cell phone is nothing more than a homing device for sophisticated electronic weapons. Not only that... People should put their cell phones in a Faraday bag because your cell phone is setting up an echolocation system. Let's say someone's sleeping in their bedroom, and they put this on their nightstand or they put this on on a window shelf. This is a cell phone. Without putting it in a bag and cutting off the signal, the technology exists to use a cell phone as a homing device for smart weapons. I'm not kidding you. When, when I talk to scientists who said, look, I was involved in this. If you look at some of the pictures of Wi-Fi, where they've got all the rainbow colors and all these lines going around, you know, the room where your Wi-Fi signal is. Imagine that, in essence, the way bats fly. They, this is, this is a, a weapon of self-destruction if it's not kept in one of these faraday bags and and this is the, you know the they make the, a small uh, version too yeah they make a small version uh put your laptop in it the point is satellite phone Bibby stick and when you're traveling ladies and gentlemen the people this is so critical i would say that everybody watching this podcast had better get this uh you know and the bigger version and 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 this you know be ready one two three com satellite phone store I mean these are the good kind they you know they don't escape the signals don't escape but what's really critical is, is that you need to make sure that you're not being geofenced okay do you realize greg how many people are in prison because they just had a cell phone at the january 6 uh yeah, yeah. you know, know. on gathering so so what i'm saying ladies and gentlemen is be ready 123.com it's critical and and by the way I carry this in my truck i carry my cell phone i also have another one i carry my uh, satellite phone and my baby stick in and this is critical cool. this is critical cool because and i came up with this term i'm i'm not uh gonna give in on it true because if you don't have your signal blocked on your cell phone if you're moving from one place to another that you've never gone before you don't want to be setting up a road map to every uh, trip you take on a given day. You want to make sure that if you need it, you've got it. And that's the other benefit of going to satellite phone communications, sat123.com, because you can use the satellite phone in some of the most remote areas of the world, almost everywhere.
1: So I got that from Greg Hunter's watchdog uh, last week, interviewing uh, Steve Quayle, and I mean, starting out I mean, having a satellite phone is important. I don't have one, but we see things like in Maui, and then <clears throat> all of the uh, weather wars happening in Florida, and so you can see why it's important to have one. Um, considering, like, you know, <clears throat> weather manipulation, earthquake machines, things like that. But the reason why I had that clip played was because of, you know, the the smartphone is a military weapon, and th- and things can come out of there that you would not like so i mean aside from airport you know, putting your phone on airport when you're not using it is um and then itself has limitations too after like um let me see i had this uh there's a certain let me see uh why airplane mode no longer protects us from wireless radiation it's from safertech.com.au people can find that but it did help for a while in the older models but um the newer ones, not so much, to, so the that article does detail it. Um, I mean, I have the Shungite sticker, the Scalar sticker, which is the highest form, um, to transmute the energy. But, um, you know, uh, Nancy, did you want to comment on, on uh, the clip and then, you know, the Shungite stickers well, uh, that can help?
0: Well, it's, it's like I say, and, you know, we try to get this across to people is that the Shungite stickers will change the electromagnetic field of the signal. But that signal is still doing what it was intended to do. So, yes, even if you've got the Shungite on it, you're still getting the signals of control. They're still giving you, you know, the sound frequencies we did in hour one. Um, They're putting out discordant sound systems into your phone that energetically you may not hear but you do energetically pick up on it and it can set you off and you don't even know that anything's happening so should you put him in these ferity cages i wouldn't have any problem with that at all because you're limiting the amount of energy that can get in there you know it just it can't it can't work um but when you've got it out and you're using it that's when you need the uh the shungite protecting you i mean if if Shanghai took those signals out, you wouldn't have any communications because it's all piggybacked on, your, on, the, on the voice communication. It's like stacking signals. And this signal is the one we're hearing and we're talking with and everything else. And the other ones are things that are trying to control you, including, I believe, that they can actually sense. Um, if, if it's not here now, it will be soon. Um, they can sense what you're feeling. So, if you get triggered by something, some word that you just said, or some subject that just got brought up, and they can feel you put out a negative frequency, then they can know how to control your, they know where your button is and how to punch it. They just send that frequency off, and you'll start going a little nutty, and you don't even know why. But they got the, the button. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, you think, you, you can't. You really can't imagine anything that they might do that they probably already haven't done or want to do. They're all a little crazy. But it can all be turned around. I'm not concerned about it. Now that people are waking up enough to see it and talk about it and understand the concepts of energy in all its forms. Everything is energy. So...
1: Yeah, I wanted to give um, Dr. Merritt's telegram t.me forward slash freedom doc one, one as in the number. And um, I thought this was in terms of the month and how things are speeding up, especially the second half of this month. I don't quote this person often, but it, it, it's a really relevant. Uh, this is from Lenin. There are decades where nothing happens, and there are weeks where decades happen. So we're... Huh starting to experience that as we're going into the um i mean this week's the saturnalia you got those solstice coming up on the 21st and then of course the holiday the big holiday weekend um so something to keep in mind and how time's illusory uh structure and and um and how derek built the bigfoot's den using that <laughs> that approach um so nancy you got uh, radio 5g coming up tomorrow what's what's that about
0: well, that's Dr. Merritt. We're going to do two hours of uh, Dr. Merritt. Because, it, it, I mean, it's all on energy warfare, which is what we're about. So, Anyway, um, I thank Derek for the first hour, and I certainly thank you for the entire show. And is there something else you'd like to say?
1: No, that's it. I wanted to thank Justin Martinez in chat. Uh, we should get him back he was sharing a lot of stuff of his uh, the application we should get him back on the show um, I don't know if that's something you can tell Derek since uh, he's closer to him but um, yeah he, he sounds like he has a lot of cool stuff to share
0: excellent be safe everybody uh, Cosmic Reality Chronicles up next and Cosmic Reality later on you have been listening to the Shanghai Radio Show produced by Cosmic Reality Radio thank you for being here be safe